What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, sinks and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. As always, I want to thank everybody for their continued support for this channel, and I am super pumped to bring you today's episode. I know some of you might be saying two episodes in a week. Well, that's how we roll on here. Like I always say, all thriller, no filler. That is how we roll. And guess what? We are prepping the Boston Marathon. The Boston Marathon is coming up next Monday. As crazy as it's going to be, I am super excited. And one of the legends who is in the field was my guest today, my friend, no stranger to the show, Miss Laura Thweet. Laura's one of the coolest people in the world that you'll ever meet. And she showed why on this episode. This episode is something, listen, if you're going on a long run, if you're having a bad day, guess what? Grab yourself a nice piece of chicken and tune in because this one was entertaining from the start. We talked about her love, continuous love for Hidden Valley Ranch. We continue to disagree on food. If you've seen any episode that I've done with Laura, um, whether it was the first episode or uh, a bucket of track talking fried chicken when we ate wings, we disagree on a lot of stuff when it comes to food. And that was no different here. Um, so we got a chance to talk about that. We talked about the confidence that she has going into the marathon. We talked about how much fun she's having and getting back to that state of fun um, as it pertains to racing and training and her buildup for this marathon and just the excitement that she has towards it. You know, we talk music, we talk Taylor Swift and her love for Taylor Swift. Um, so we got a chance to go through the albums and rank the top songs. And listen, it was just such a joy getting a chance to talk to Laura. She is as cool as the other side of the pillow as the late great Stuart Scott would say. And please be sure to support her as she dominates Boston. Really looking forward to seeing how she does as well as all the other competitors from around the world gathered in the city of Boston um, to compete on such a big stage it's going to be a lot of fun and i know that it's going to be legendary but do me a favor follow us on our platform instagram lactic acid podcast on the youtube page lactic acid with dominic smith do me a favor my birthday is tomorrow april 14th so god's will i'll be 29 years old and i'm grateful for every single person let's get these followers up let's get let's continue to grow this channel it would mean a great deal to me it will also mean a great deal if you're listening via apple podcast via or itunes podcast um via spotify Google Podcasts, iHeartMusic Radio. If you like what you're hearing, leave a nice review. That would be a great birthday present to me as it helps um, boost the algorithm and helps other people discover the channel. Uh, it would mean a great deal and I appreciate it in advance. I'm so thankful for your support. I'm thankful um, just to continue to bring you guys these episodes and I hope you're enjoying it just as much as I am recording it. Can't get off this without giving a shout out to our wonderful partners at track bar listen they have everything you need when it comes to gear when it comes to equipment when it comes to uniforms so guess what if you purchase something type in lactic acid 10 at the purchase when you're getting ready to check out you get a discount you get 10 percent off your order as always follow allison wade with fastwomen.org she's bringing great information the best of the best in your inbox every monday morning at 5 a.m and continue to follow in addition to following us uh, follow myself i'm joined along with anderson emerald of track and field black history as well as the final leg working on some pretty cool stuff when it comes to the boston marathon and the coverage 
for that. So please be sure to tune in. I appreciate each and every one of you. Hope you enjoy the episode and we will catch you next time. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and angst, or as the late great Bernie Mac said, what's up, you squares? And welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. Today, it really, I don't need to introduce her because when she walks, she is just greatness all around. But I have to because she's the friend, she's the fam, she's the home slice. She is a certified baller, shot caller. She is doing big things. Her favorite food is ranch. That's her own food group. And the good thing about it is on the Boston Marathon Trail, she's going to win and all her competitors are going to be with the label of the ranch she loves called Hidden Valley. She's going to put y'all in the Hidden Valley when she wins the marathon and continues to boss out she is none other than my friend miss laura tweet laura fam what's going on with you that's the best intro i think i've ever received can you come to boston with me and can you give me that intro on the start line i think i need that energy (laughs) what if what if (laughs) i told didn't i tell you it's gonna be like the the most unhinged intro ever (laughs) that was the best intro i was like I, i can't wait to see what he does with this and you surpass all expectation <laughs> here's the thing as you I'll, always do you always get me i'm like man how's he so quick like that <laughs> i was sitting down eating a turkey turkey uh leg drumstick for easter because we're recording this easter so um if we're a little slow in speech forgive us but i was this is the most random story ever but i'm like you know hidden valley Oh, that's what's going to happen with the, all her competitors when she wins the marathon. <laughs> They're just going to be in the Hidden Valley. She's going to put them in the Hidden Valley. Um, See, I don't know why they didn't want to work with us because there's just so much potential there. Like, there's so much that I could do with that and that I would do as an ambassador for the brand. So if anyone from Hidden Valley is listening, it's not too late. I would still consider late. coming on and, you know, doing my thing. We could be the Making official... that pure sweetness, you know? So, you pure sweetness. Pure sweetness. <laughs> Sweetness on fleek. Oh gosh, we're gonna come up with some stuff. <laughs> oh yes. boy. Oh, oh man. man. I'm, I'm, I like I'm where we're at it. tonight. We're rolling with it. It's good. We it's good. we we rolling like Tina. Tina Turner rolling, <laughs> rolling down the river. The official podcast of Hidden Valley Ranch and the official runner. <laughs> Think about it, y'all. Lauren Hidden Valley Ranch and some endorphin speeds on the shoes and everything like that. Come on now. You need a neutral shoe. You need a neutral fast shoe with some responsiveness and you need somebody that can make it happen. Also, I just got a shout out to my shirt. Back and body hurts had to uh, do that because that's the state of being that we're in. So (laughs) it is. We're both in that state. (laughs) Ooh, Hashtag struggle bus, a.k.a. crying. So um, (laughs) last time. So last time we came on the show, I didn't ask you this because it was the wing show. Um, speaking of unhinged um but i changed up the question i retired the old question and bringing in the new one you're the first person Mm. i'm going to ask this question to okay so by now everybody knows that you're awesome you are the best and now (laughs) the world is starting to know that also shout out sister laura got engaged so Uh round of applause thank you yes Um, yes very, very happy for you guys up there but Everybody in the world knows that now. So they're learning more about you and they're like, oh my gosh. Everybody except Hidden Valley. Uh and Crumble. <laughs> and Crumble. I was just and gonna Crumble. tell you, we can talk about that later. 
so many we may, so yo loki we may be starting up a new show about um <laughs> called this is my rejection with dom and laura <laughs> so far no one has uh accepted our proposals but we're not done yet we're, we're not keep done rolling yet. them out yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna keep rolling. Take a couple more uh, rejections. It's cool. I got tough skin. <laughs> here's how, here's how I look at it. We step lightly like a woodpecker with a headache. That's how we roll up in here. It's <laughs> um, a great saying. I love it. it yeah, I want a shirt out. with that on it. <laughs> Stepping lightly, tweet. Okay, I'm like that. Like, what I, I need a phone. Can you write this stuff down? Because we won't remember it, or I won't. So you need to jot down our good sayings and ideas, so we can you know remember. We can come back to it woodpecker with a <laughs> headache okay all right <laughs> literally just wrote that down. anyway but anyway <laughs> hey, shot. Um, so here's how everybody wanted to chip in for a campaign for a campaign just to show how much they love you how awesome you are and how much you mean to the world the home is a food network they said laura we're going to send over a gourmet chef. Alex Gordon Shelley, Amanda Freitag. We're going to send over the dude that beat Bobby Flay. And mm. we are going to make you a three-course meal. Shout out to Carrie Tolson because I got this question from her. And so what they need to know, appetizer, main mm. dish, and dessert. Oh, but boy. that's not oh. all. Oh, that's not all. Oh, oh man. Lay said, listen, come on, sis. Tell us what chip you want us to recreate or create specifically for you. And we're gonna put it in every store with your face on it. Mm. Last thing, you have one option. So for those who don't know, there was a show called The Wild Thornberries. And one of the main characters, Eliza Thornberries had the ability to talk to animals. You're going to have that ability and you get uh -huh. to choose the animal that you will want to get the chance to talk oh, to. Oh, I already know that one. I already have that one. And uh, I got, Lord, don't let it be a dog. But uh, it's probably <laughs> going to be Biggie. Um, her dog Biggie, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. No, we already communicate, so I already oh, have ooh. like that one's taken care of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, we're on the same wavelength. So I have another animal. Man, that's a lot. Okay. So my three-course meal, what would I want? Probably like some type of charcuterie board. Okay. Or fried calamari for my okay. appetizer. Um, My main, oh boy, I would say either fried chicken. My girl, right there, right there. Mm, yeah, like fried chicken. Oh, man. That's what all I you want need. with it. Yeah, I think that that's like a complete meal in itself. But oh, um, I, I forgot the size. This is your meal. Let me shut up. I'm sorry, y'all. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, fried chicken, and I was like, what sides would I want with that? God, I can't. Probably some type of mashed potato or home fry. Um, maybe truffle fries. Ooh, probably truffle fries. I think I would do fried chicken, some truffle fries, little side of that HV in there, but homemade HV because they would obviously whip that up for me. And then a nice uh, arugula salad with shaved Parmesan with like a little bit of sea salt, lemon, and olive oil. Uh, and mac and cheese, just to like bring it all together. Uh, and then my dessert, um, 
I would have to go with either either the peanut butter chocolate diner cake from Whole Foods, but they would make their own, but like a peanut butter chocolate cake. Okay. Or you're going to love this. I would do peach cobbler because, wow. yeah, Ooh. I love um, a couple years ago, uh, my now fiance was asking me what I wanted for dessert one night. And I was like, I just really want like a hot slice. And he was like, a hot slice. And I was like, yeah, I just want like a hot slice, like a like a warm cobbler, <laughs> like something like that. And so that's always our joke. And he actually makes a homemade peach cobbler, which is like okay. pretty amazing. Um, so whenever he makes that, he's always like, I made you a hot slice. Um, so that's probably <laughs> that's probably how I would, I I would so wrap confused. up my meal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, where is she going with that? No, here's the thing. I've been sitting here listening intently because you just know I'm gonna judge something, and I got some critiques. We so always ahead. disagree on food. Always. Go I ahead. think you were judging my truffle fries. I saw the look in your eyes. And it my... wasn't. It wasn't the truffle fries, but I want you to finish. I got my critiques going on. I'm, I'm my Lay's I'm... flavor. Um, yes. What would I want? Now, remember, Lay's has done these promotions where they've made, like, chicken and biscuits or, or all this stuff, like, or waffles. Yeah, I remember that. Chicken and waffles, which was an L. Which Ooh, like good. a mac and cheese chip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I, I'm trying. Okay. Okay. Cool. Don't judge me. You have so much judgment in your tone. <laughs> I, I just said, okay. I don't know like, how. Okay. <laughs> did you want me to say thank you jesus like what <laughs> i wanted you to be like oh my god that's a why why isn't there a chip that exists like that a mac and cheese chip mac and cheese flavor that would be popular i feel like so, that could be good on lay's chip so you know there's an actual candle at home goods it's a mac and cheese candle i don't know how i feel about that i could tell you you don't need to feel good about it <laughs> Did you uh, smell it? This yes. Like... Yes. And I, I was like, who did this? Like, who hurt <laughs> yeah. them? Who was like, you know what? This is what the people want. The people need mac and cheese scented candle. <laughs> no, it's like somebody messed up. Somebody who had, so I just, public service announcement. If you have a family member that is an experimenting with cooking, don't let them cook on a major holiday. And I feel that that candle was birthed <laughs> on some nasty macaroni and cheese. <laughs> And so, as punishment, everybody in the world had to smell it. There's a reason. Listen, now they are plenty of supply at Home Goods. Um, but go ahead. So, which animal uh, would you want to talk? Oh to? yeah, I would talk to uh, orcas. I gotta look. I up. would definitely. Oh, the whales. I would killer whales. Oh, killer whales. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I love. I'm fascinated by killer whales. They're like one of the smartest species on the planet. They're like up there with us. Like they can feel emotion. They have self-recognition. Uh, they can like feel like they like they like love, like they play, like okay. they're so fascinating to me. Um, so yeah, I would definitely master the skill of talking to killer whales for sure. Okay. Um interesting. I like that. I think that is yeah. my thing. I would personally, I would like to talk to elephants. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like there's just, like, wisdom there. But also, they, elephants are super smart, too, apparently. Very smart. And they have great memories. Yeah. Like, the thing is, and I I told, uh, I think we did a show back in the day, 
um, back in the day, meaning last year, uh, with Hannah <laughs> Borenstein uh, came on the show. This is when I think this that was episode like five. Um, I said, you know, it would be cool to get a chance to talk to elephants or something like that. But then there's a fear factor, and that's the same thing with whales, killer whales, because you know, if you owe them some money or something like that, like they 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 know, like there's no they'd hunt you down. They're hunters. They're called the wolves of the sea. They just they hunt they hunt great white sharks. Like what? They are like the top predator. In the ocean, like that's crazy. They they kill great whites. Like what? That's crazy. There's some gang activity going on. A hundred percent. Oh yeah, they operate in families. Uh, and yeah, and like they uh certain like families have mastered how to like beach themselves and catch seals on the beach and then unbeach themselves. Like they hunt on land. <laughs> like it's crazy. <laughs> Clearly I've been watching a lot of nature documentaries recently, but I got I really feel... into killer whales like a year ago and I'm just like, my mind is blown. Like I want to know more about them. <laughs> I feel like that's that inner rage that you have. Um, <laughs> yeah. When that, when, when that marathon hit, that that killer that orca come out <laughs> that orca come out man <laughs> you know listen they Beyonce has Sasha fears Laura got that True. orca I got that orca just ready to come out so ready to come out she carry hot sauce yeah. in her back you carry him down in yours <laughs> um it's the so only difference <laughs> it's the only difference it's that's it that's it that's it that I that wish. is it that's it um so where do I want to start judging. So, <laughs> the fried chicken, I was so proud of you for saying that, because I didn't expect that. I love fried chicken. I'm cool. Shout out to my mom, because she made some chicken the other day oh. that just made me want to do something. I don't even know. But I was, <laughs> it, it, it was just, I wanted to do something. I just, I just had to, I just mind had to blowing. Be, like Michael Jackson, I want to be starting something. Um <laughs> Truffle fries, I'm cool with. Mashed taters, mashed potatoes, I'm cool with. But then you healthified it. Okay, but hear me out. That is sometimes when you do like a beer like meal like that, you need like a palate cleanser. You need just like a little sprinkling of freshness to kind of like cleanse, and then you're like ready for like the next like course. You know, just like a little sprinkling of freshness. I don't need a whole bowl, but just like a little, like a little cup of some arugula, just a little, just some freshness sprinkled in there. You know, it enhances the rest of the meal. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, next time I'm at a restaurant, I'll be sure to ask, <laughs> can you bring out a cup of lettuce? Uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to you just need a little bit of freshness. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yes, uh, let's let's do the uh, arugula mixed with romaine. Uh, let's yeah. let's let's do the ra. Never heard. Of, I, I've heard of cleansing the palate, but you know, I just drink some water. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like well, that. next time, drink some water. Throw some arugula in your mouth. You're going to be oh. shocked at what it does for the next course. <laughs> it, it leaves a it's bitter science. taste. It's nasty. It's That's why you do the vinaigrette with it. You know, so it just kind of like neutralizes the bitterness. And then what you're if, just left kind of feeling like, oh yes, ready for ranch, like the next ranch and arugula. ranch. I'm, surprisingly, arugula is like the one thing I haven't put ranch on. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. You want to know I something like interesting? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Ranch go ahead. is more of like a romaine lettuce. Like it's more of like a like a romaine type of dressing. And you Caesar. You can and Caesar, Caesar, right. Yeah, yeah. My mom did something the other day. She said, bring me the Hidden Valley. We had this huge jar of Hidden Valley that we got from Walmart for like $8. Nice. It's like 48 ounces. Yep. And she put it on pizza. And you were the first person I thought of. See, your mom and I, I knew I liked her. You put it on the pizza. I dip my pizza in the ranch. It's not just for the crust. It's for the whole slice. I told her something wrong with her. Like, <laughs> and I Welcome said, to the club. <laughs> I, I said, I have a friend named Laura. And she is in love with ranch. Like, if ranch was a person, I'm sure you guys would be best friends. And we'd be married by now. <laughs> you, yeah, you would. Um you you would. You would. And I was like, I was like, I don't know why that influence is coming through to Orlando from Colorado. Like that's crazy. You need to stay over there on the different time zone. Yep. The macaroni and cheese, but who I have never heard of such a thought because I, I okay. So you know what? I'm gonna be nice today. I'm gonna be nice. Oh. Um, I want you to have that potato chip that is based on macaroni and cheese, and I just want you to love it. You would try it though, wouldn't you? That's what I, you're thinking about. No, I don't know. You wouldn't try a macaroni and cheese chip. They've made way worse flavors before. I know, which is why I'm very hesitant to try it. See, here's the thing <laughs> about that. I tried the fried chicken and waffle potato chip. Yeah. Um it was the worst thing I've ever one of the it was in the top four of like I wanted to go buy another bag, protested, and then throw them in the trash. Like it was that level of just, just not, nasty. Not good. And so, okay. like they have like a dill pickle chip, and so it's just like, yeah, you know, outside of like the baby being named dill pickles, it's just like you don't put that on the chip. Like, like <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, well, well I guess they they probably have like a pizza flavored chip. Right? I feel like that's already a thing. You see, you can't do that. And I'm already, you know, I'm already kind of dreading. But here's, you know what? You're probably right. Because, so check this out. I have to try bison because Elise Cranium came on here and was like, you got to try a bison oh, I love burger. bison. Bison burger is so good. And, and it's higher me, iron too. I got to Which I know means a lot to you, so. Yeah, you know, I, I can, you know. <laughs> I got an iron aboard, so I don't need that hot iron. Um, and I got to put all this crap that she told me to put on there. I hate goat cheese. I hate jalapenos. Caramelized onions. I, I'm, okay. And then the spicy chipotle aioli. So I have to try that. Ooh, what? That sounds amazing. That that No, it doesn't. Stop lying. Um, hmm. and I'm going to try that. Of course. I'm going to make my chip flavor that. Bison jalapeno burger. <laughs> Ooh, that, what what's that song by um Alicia Keys? <laughs> oh, I don't know, but listen, that breath gonna be on fire. <laughs> on fire. <laughs> Somebody, that song, yeah. <laughs> ooh, Lord. Okay. Um 
But then I have to try freaking Domino's. But at least you'll be with me when I try that. Yeah, I'll be there with you. You're going to love it. it. Whatever. Did you see and, what they, they're doing now? They're doing loader t- loaded tater tots. Why? Because they can. It sounds and tots like, are amazing. I love a good tater tot. That's true. A good tater tot is, is legit. Ugh. But if so you have good. to do tater tots instead of pizza, I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You might like the loaded tots. We'll get you some of those, too. You can decide which is better. Why do you hate me? <laughs> what, what, what did I do to you? I'm trying to help you. Just let me help you. <laughs> Stop fighting it. <laughs> I don't have a choice. It's not even let. It's like, I'm going to help you. Like, I, I didn't ask. But it's like, I, I'm stuck. You don't but... need to. I You don't need to ask. I got you. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, let, let, let's move on to something that doesn't give me <laughs> lactic acid. Um, so I am super pumped. So Laura is running the Boston Marathon for the first time. And I am excited for you because I feel like nobody, listen, I've listened to a few interviews that you've done leading up to this. And I feel confident in saying nobody probably has told you this, but I think it's a good thing. And I think you low key have an advantage going into the Boston Marathon because you've never run it, you can't overthink it. It's true. You cannot overthink it. You you can't really get in your own head, which is exciting. Yeah. So it is, and that's good for me. I need to get out of my head. If I learned anything from my last marathon, I was way too in my head. So another reason I was like, I'm going to do a marathon I've never done because what do I? I have nothing to lose. <laughs> never oh. done it. Just going to get out there, race. It's all you can do. Like nothing else. I can, I can't control anything else other than that. So yeah, I'm hoping the same thing that it will be good for me to just zone out and do what I do best, which is just compete. And not only that, you're not the favorite to win this race outside of people like, well, when I say people, I run lactic acid. So outside of me thinking you're going to win a race. Um, <laughs> Which I appreciate, by the way. I think you're the first one. <laughs> here's the thing. But here's the thing. I do stand. But here's the thing. If you ask people around, I stand 10 toes down. I said, listen, there's a girl named Laura. Y'all ain't talking about LT. But here's the thing. The people who are discount are counting out the most are the ones who are the, the ones that could come in and on any given day, and you've proven that when life gives you lemons, you make a frozen popsicle. So <laughs> That's um, the shirt I want. When life gives you lemons, you make a frozen popsicle. <laughs> oh, listen, don't worry. I, I have a few I've been using. But I don't know what confidence. Obviously, you can hear the confidence I have in you. What confidence are you taking into this race? Um, I think the biggest is, uh, Boston, from what I can tell, is very much a race that suits me as far as what I consider my strengths to be. There's no pacers. It's a challenging course. You're competing against the other women in the field and the course itself. I think it favors strength runners. I think it favors people that can grind. Uh, it favors those that are just incredibly tough. Um, and I consider myself to be all of those, um, especially when it comes to the marathon. Like I've run well in New York. I ran well in Atlanta. Um, 
those are the courses that I think just like bring out the best of me. So that was a huge reason why I wanted to do Boston. Um, I've wanted to do it for a long time, but the stars have just never really aligned for me to do it. Um, and so they finally, like, this was the year where I was like, this is it. Like, this is my marathon. Um, this is what's going to kind of help me find myself again. Um, so yeah, I'm really pumped, uh, to do exactly that. So that's why I was like, this is the one, this, this is, is the money one. one. So I'm going in confident. I had a great build. I just had fun with it. I did all my favorite things. I ran lots of Hills, uh, ran, you know, used Boulder to my advantage, um, did all the stuff I love to do, all the things that give me confidence through time out the window, through paces out the window, um, went all just like went off of effort, um, which is how I plan to run the race. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm in a good place and I just, I just feel, I just feel it in me, which is like kind of fun. Like yeah. just kind of like feel that there's something there. And it's been a long time since I've gone into a marathon, just kind of like feeling that. Um, and I also got a fortune cookie tonight that said, um, you will soon find out what you're capable of. And I was like, boom. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, ooh, that, that's... <laughs> oh, I like got chills. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I like, like, I like put it up on my mirror. I like have it like taped up on my bathroom mirror for the next like five days before I leave to be like, girl, you're about to see what you're capable of. <laughs> it's ooh, in the ooh. stars now. <laughs> it's in the stars. Ooh, I feel churchy up in here for all of <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, ooh, I hope Ooh, Lord, okay. I never uh, get good fortunes in those, and this was the first one. I was like, I can apply this to my life. Usually, I get like financial ones, you know, or just things that like I'm like, I don't know what that means at all. Um, but, but yeah, got I got, to. I got like a real one, like eight days out, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, shout out to whatever Chinese restaurant you went to that gave you that cookie. Um, you feel it right. Well, it backs up. It backs up what I'm saying. But here's the thing: you are tougher than hen's teeth when it comes to like running this marathon. Like you have the tough, remember that you have the toughness of a two dollar steak. It is not even close. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> pretty much, I heard you say something, and I was like, "Yo, I don't know if I should call her Pastor Laura, Bishop Laura, or I should just give her the title of an apostle," because. <laughs> Um, it was something that everybody should know. You said, shout out to the homie Lindsey Hahn, that you are your superpower. And so my question to you, what is your superpower? <clears throat> I think, man, that's a great question. Um, I think my superpower is well, I guess what like strictly kind of within like running, I think my superpower is um like I'm not afraid to hurt. Um I could hurt all day long. I've gotten into the deepest, darkest of places in a lot of my marathons. Um, and it's just having the belief in yourself and the confidence in what you've done that you can get to that place and you can stay there. Um, and you can outlast everyone else in that place. So I think that's really what makes me me when it comes to the marathon. Um, 
So that would be my, my running superpower. And then outside of that, my superpower is uh, picking really great um, places to eat like Domino's. Oh, you lied. You capping. Listen, there's enough, there's enough caps on water bottles. So you don't even have to add it to I thought you'd like that. Oh, of course you did. Of, of, no, that was for you. Oh, uh, yeah, no. I, I know. I feel the love. Um, yeah. It's either love or gas, but regardless. <laughs> um, when you said that, there's two songs that just rolled through my head. And one song was like, everybody hurts. <laughs> yeah. And Every, then everybody cries. Everybody cries. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. Um, and then it's not Christmas, but I just felt this inspiration. Josh Groban's believe like was just rolling. Oh, Josh. Believe in what your heart is saying. Hear the melodies is playing. There's no time to waste. <laughs> There's so much to celebrate. And Josh, I needed to talk to him because you needed to elevate that octane on celebrate. And so that that's something that bothers me about that song. So you should bring him be- on the show. Yeah, you should tell him. Josh, um, Joshua, if you're listening to this, you have a wonderful <laughs> voice, but we, we need to correct an error. We can just bounce tweak back. It. Just, just, just yeah, a little, we, tweak. Just, a little we, tweak. We can bounce back from this L, brother. It's a lowercase <laughs> L right now. I just want to keep it from going to a capital L. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Just, just, I don't know. You sound like different. And I hope I'm asking better questions than some of the questions that may be getting asked but like you sound I don't know I'm kind of scared almost (laughs) Um, because you you have this just this I don't know this bone crush I ain't never scared mentality that I I love but at the same time let me ask you have you mentally just envision yourself and this will be the last Boston question um, at least for running before we get to food. Have you envisioned yourself like, you know, dominating, being that mm-hmm. baller, that shot caller, yeah. that playmaker, <clears throat> that way yep. maker? You know, have you envisioned the W? Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of, um, like I work with a sports psychologist and after Chicago, I was really struggling. Um to see myself in that light. Um, I just felt like my last few marathons have been really, really tough and really, really hard. Um, And so the thought of doing another one was almost like terrifying. Like I was just like doubting myself if I still like had it. Um, And so that's what we've been working on like since October is just like, is me working back to that place of confidence and that place of like, just realizing like yeah you've had some bad ones but bad ones like you can't do this sport and not have those really tough days uh it's what you do with the tough days and how you shape those to set you up for the success um and not losing yourself in a hard day but seeing like how strong and how tough you really are for surviving the hard day and then coming back from it um So I think it's just really helped put me back in that place. And then just getting back to enjoying running. Like I've had fun this block. That was my only goal was to just enjoy it. Enjoy the process. 
Um, and I think through that, my confidence has kind of started to come back because I'm slowly feeling like myself again, because I'm staying true to who I am and I'm not forcing training in a way or forcing racing in a way that isn't me. Um, and so that confidence has just slowly been building back since October. Um, and so now it's just like, I think sometimes too, like when you have that really tough day and you like grind through it, which is why for me, it was just so important to finish Chicago, even though like every single day went out the window (laughs) as far as like what I thought I could do. Um, finishing it and surviving it, realizing like, yeah, it was devastating and heartbreaking and I had to do some work to kind of come off of that, but I'm okay. And like, my life is okay. And everyone loves me still and like nothing changed. Um, and so now going into this one, I'm like, I have nothing to lose. Like I have nothing to lose. Like when you have those tough days and you come out the other side, you're like, yeah, that was, that sucked. But like, because you've been there and you're like, realize that like you come out the other side and you're just like, Oh, like everything's fine still. I don't know. It just gives you a different way to think about it. So I'm going into Boston, just like, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to throw myself in it. Um, and I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. I think that's the only way you have breakthroughs. And it's the only way that you truly discover what you're capable of. And I'm ready to kind of like find those new limits for myself. Um, and I think Boston's like the perfect place for me to do that. So I'm really excited. And yeah, I feel different. And I think that's just how I know that like, I'm as ready as I can be for this one. You never know how <clears throat> good a piece of chicken tastes until you have it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Until you had Amen. A, <laughs> until you had a feather. Um, it's so, so true. I love that. It's so true. <laughs> so you know, you know, we, we said it some days chicken, some days feathers. And sister had a feather, but now she's ready sister for that. Sister had a feather, but now she's ready for that that juicy drumstick. <laughs> that juicy drumstick. Oh, she went with the drumstick. She didn't even say she said, nah, nah. She wants the drumstick. No, no. I want the drumstick. Oh, <laughs> Boston is the... my drumstick. Ooh, y'all know that. Quote Boston is my drumstick. Boxing up extra crispy. Let me tell you something. Oh, I'm so with that. Ooh. Lord, Lord. Ooh, ooh. Listen, Boston is her drumstick. She she ain't oh, saying man. no breast, no thighs, no wings. She said drumstick. That's what I'm talking about. Drumstick. You put heard it leg, here first. Put that leg on there. That's that's that stinky leg energy. I like that. See, and that's a perfect segue now into food. Do you see what I did there? That transition? (laughs) I don't, but I do. I'm just playing. Uh, No, missed it. Lauren (laughs) Gregory. (laughs) You know, it's something interesting. You have that Lauren Gregory and I. Oh, my gosh. I just got that is what I was missing. So I'll just for full transparency. I was talking about Laura. I was talking about Laura. I was talking to Laura about potentially um, starting our own show, part of the Lactic Acid Network which I'm dead serious about. But I forgot to say this in the introduction, but it makes sense now as we transition. Um, Because when I was like, Laura Thweet, a.k.a. you know, Hidden Valley, a.k.a. this, I should have been like, Laura Thweet, a.k.a. that Susie Carmichael energy. That's what I'm hearing right now. (laughs) And and it's like Lauren Lauren Gregory and I, we were talking about it, (laughs) about something. And I just said, you have that Tommy Pickles energy, like that bald-headed baby energy. Like mm-hmm. that Tommy Pickles had. And I, I like that. But what I need to know, 
why is Pam the most hated character on The Office? And why aren't people understanding why that's the case? We're going to get the food well, in a second, but we got some TV I stuff. Don't, I mean, I didn't think Pam was the most hated character on The Office. Like, oh, I was so that's that just person. me? I think that's just you. But what okay. I will say is after you said that, and then like actually like a year prior to you saying that, I was watching ESPN. One of my favorite like talk shows, which I don't know if it's still a thing anymore. But anyway, they were talking about The Office and they were saying, oh, because they they had Dwight Trude on or whatever his real name. Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. They had, <laughs> they had Rain Wilson on. And so they were saying like one of the uh, hosts was saying how that was his theory, that Pam was the most hated character on The Office because she's actually not that nice. She manipulates people. <laughs> like Everyone like thinks she's great, but like she isn't. Um, and I started laughing and then when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I guess I kind of see like the other side of Pam. Um, but I think you hate her more than I do. <laughs> I need you to be on my side here. <laughs> like... I know you thought that we were on the same side there. I'm not saying that she's like, I guess I'm saying I can see, I can see both. Uh, I can Listen, see why you would think that I can see why people would get to that conclusion. I was officially but... done with Pam in the episode where Jim found out he had high blood pressure. And you remember they went to like a Walgreens or whatever that little store was. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she got the white, the like she, he, she felt he was hiding something. And so she enlisted the white's help and then they checked oh, his yeah. blood pressure. And it was like this ridiculously high number. And I'm like, Pam, that's your fault. Like literally, that's your fault. So you gave that, him that you gave him that. You are the reason that the that's blood, you. That's you. That is you. Tears Girl, on that's my you. That's you. All you. All you. Came up. That's all you. Hundred percent. Um, God, I thought we were team on this. That sucks. I was so. I don't know. Yeah, that more, changes everything now for you, doesn't it? That kind of makes me a little sad. Gosh, that's like. A, like like that song all by myself <laughs> i hate pam all by myself um my friend emma zimmerman asked this question i want to ask it to you what are two incredible things that have taken place in your life over the past two weeks or two months it's just, it's just a form of practicing gratitude. Um, and then two funny things. Um, man, that's so. I like that question. Um, let's see. Over the past two weeks, I feel like I can't remember over the past like month. I think everything's just becoming a blur. But, um. I think uh, the last few weeks I've been running with a lot of friends and like reconnecting with like old teammates. And um, I'm just really grateful for the running community here mm -hmm. in Boulder and just for the network of people that I have in my life and that I've met over the last few years. Um, I'm just really grateful for, yeah, just being surrounded by some really incredible people. Um, and I'm also... Yeah, I was FaceTiming my parents the other day, and they're coming to Boston. They haven't missed a marathon. They've been at every single one of my marathons, and they're in their 70s. Uh, and uh, I'm just really grateful for my parents um, and just the support that they've given me 
over my like 20 plus career with running. Um, and yeah, they're still, they're still at like a large majority of my races, but they're always at my marathons. So I'm just really grateful that they're going to be there, um, in my corner. And then funny things, uh, I dropped an egg on the floor the other day and started crying. What? Um, I just like I feel like maybe it's just me, but I feel like when I get in the last like three weeks of a marathon build, like I'm just walking like a very fine line between like being okay and just being like completely like hysterical. Uh, and that fine line turns out to be an egg. <laughs> like, Laura, I can't. I I think I would have freaked out. Like, what did you cry for? I dropped an egg. Well, I said that to myself. I was like, "What is happening?" (laughs) I was just like, sometimes, like I was talking about this the other day with Emma, um, and I felt seen because she agreed and said she's the same way. I feel like in these last few weeks, like everything is hard. Like the thought of driving to the grocery store. And then driving home and then having to like prepare a meal is like, I, it's too hard. Like everything is hard. Like just, I, so like I was making breakfast, dropped an egg and I stared at it for like 10 minutes, like not 10 minutes, but I stared at it for like a good solid like minute or two. And then the thought of having to stop making breakfast, up the egg, led me to in, like vacuuming the entire floor because I saw how dirty it was. Like, I don't know. It was it's just like, you see, okay. Thing where, like, I get, you see, okay. I just got so overwhelmed by the littlest, dumbest thing. And I suddenly just like, couldn't handle anything for like a solid, like 10 minutes. I was just like losing my shit in my kitchen. Now <laughs> that like, you what ex- is happening to you? <laughs> I really want to make fun of you, but now that That's you, ex- no, 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 no. But now that you explain <laughs> it, I kind of get it. I kind of get it because in your head, you're like trying to map out a marathon course and you're trying to map out miles. And so your whole brain is like mapping out. And so you're thinking of what to do at the worst case scenario. Um, And so it (laughs) translates to life. So it's like, (laughs) you drop an egg. Um, Just like I can't, I can't do egg, it. <laughs> egg on the floor. I can, I can probably see you cussing that egg out. You, M, you, you, you had one job, and that was to get cracked and put into the bowl. But yo, oh, let me stop. It's his day. Um, he got up today, so we're just gonna stop. So you, <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. like, I can, and then I can kind of see you instead. You know, like the guy on SpongeBob that always gets thrown out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but instead of like you, yeah. you're my leg, but you're like my egg, kind of like my that. egg. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it was exactly like that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, just like a window into like the last two weeks. Uh, it's just very, very it takes fragile. less and less now to like completely just send me over the edge. Oh, um, God. so yeah, it's a good place to be. Uh, yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> In my head, that's just, I don't because there was an episode, he just, I don't know, they were arguing over something, and he just walks in, rev up those fryers, because I am sure hungry for what, and then he's just, my leg. <laughs> my leg. <laughs> yeah, my uh, egg. Uh, my so. egg. My egg. Uh, okay. Well, I, uh, oh, okay. So, no, that does not match the story I told when you first came on the show about me. Passing out at the top of a mountain in Colorado. 
What? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I do remember that story though. <laughs> I forget. You. I'm very careful. We're going to talk about food now because I'm very careful because I still remember the Barry Mia stuff and how I just got taken off the ledge by a few things that you brought up. Um, true crime um, and all that other fun stuff, which was fun. <laughs> but what meal? I, I want to try something. I want us to agree on at least two foods before we get off this call tonight. On the okay. chicken show, I think we found one. What was it? I don't even remember because we don't agree very often. <laughs> so I don't even remember <laughs> what we agreed on. <laughs> the whole food. Oh, the, cookie. the cookies. The cookies. Yeah. Yes. And then we were soft. getting. Soft. You want a soft cookie, right? Soft we agree chocolate. Yes. Yeah, soft, soft chocolate, chocolate chip. chip. Yeah. And. Uh, we disagreed on crumble, and that led to an entire embarrassment. And um, it did. That you have on video. I'll save that video you sent me forever. <laughs> did you delete it yet? Please do. It's also like the worst video. <laughs> so Why it is, is so, so crazy. <laughs> so I'm sitting here, and my hand is just shaking, and I'm looking. So here's the truth: I recorded that video like two or three times, waiting for that pizza. And remember, Blaze Pizza does not you. take <laughs> but like the third take. <laughs> Three to four minutes. And so there's this, I kid you not, there's this couple. I'm sitting up in the booth because I'm like hashtag alighting. And it's like dim, it's cold. And it is always really cold in there, to be fair. It's very yeah. cold. In Blaze. Oh, sorry. I thought I had a crumble. I was like, it's no. always air conditioned in there. No. So I've never been in Blaze. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't know. Okay. So in Orlando, in Winter Park. Blaze is literally right next across the parking lot from Crumble. So I went and paid $4.99 for this, this cookie and this milk-soaked cookie. And then I go into um, Blaze. I order my pizza and I said, all right, this is probably a good spot to do this because I don't want to go home with this cookie, especially if it's nasty. And these people are just looking at me. Like they were talking about like their day and stuff, and I'm like recording and so and I'm sh I'm like, dang it, man! And I was like, oh, Dom, you're a little loud, man. All right, let's take one, take two, like, Ugh. and they they stop. I just hear silence, and I'm like, hey, how y'all doing? You know, hey, that, you nothing know, to I, see here. You know, I see y'all got green bell peppers on your pizza, bless them. And yeah. <laughs> that was actually as bad as that video was. That was the best one I got. That was on. the best one. Oh man. All right. Um, it was good. I was like, what is this? <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, so but funny. yeah. So that crumble cookie that you, I had to try because you did well in the cross country marathons. So we can cross that crap off the list. We still don't like okay. that. So I'm going to list. Noted. Yes. Um, even though you swear I like it. Um, I think deep down you do. You didn't hate it. You I were surprised. You okay. were surprised it okay. wasn't as bad as you thought. Okay. Uh, okay. The key lime pie. <laughs> the key lime pie crap was really good. But I kept eating. And I was struggling. I was like, there's so much milk in this cookie. Here comes the gas and all this stuff. But <laughs> It is. They're super rich cookies. Yes, and they're big. And especially yes. if you get the ones with the frost paint, it's like a whole other layer. So yes. it, it can at times be a lot to work through. I understand that. 
so we're going to talk about, we're going to list some foods and we're going to say, hey or nay. Um, and if we say nay, we have to disagree. That's, that's, and so the goal is for two foods. Okay. Okay. Two foods. Okay. I'm going to, let's start off with vegetables. Actually, let's not start off with vegetables. <laughs> um, hamburgers and hamburger locations. Wendy's hamburgers. Yay. Yay. Uh, okay. No. I mean, it, it depends what you're comparing it to. Like, I don't when, know. Oh, that's what, a what good else. one. Wendy's. But here's the thing. Okay. Like, Wendy's they're also different. Wendy's. Ha all right. I think. Okay. I'm going to have to change this up a little bit. Because you're right. You bring up an interesting point. Okay. Pizza. Best kind of pizza. Well, I've already told you. You disagree with me on this. I, like I didn't pizza. say... Oh, shoot. Yes. But like toppings wise. Oh, um. I already know the deep dish nonsense, but I'm trying to meet halfway. I mean, OK, I, I like all sorts of. I made a pizza the other night with arugula and prosciutto. on All it, right. Nope, it nope, nope, nope. OK, so <laughs> but, 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 but I was going to say, but. Like those types of pizzas, I'm a like good old Supreme type girl. I like a Supreme pizza. Like that was my favorite DiGiorno pizza, which I love a good DiGiorno. It's been a while, but it's been I love DiGiorno. Okay. Um, hamburgers. If you had to do a custom hamburger, what are you getting on a hamburger? But what I get is on not, it? That's not the crap that Elise is making me try. But what is like, what is like your go-to toppings for a hamburger? Uh, bacon. Uh, pepper jack cheese. Uh, avocado. Oh pickles, my gosh! Tomatoes, stop! No! Stop! Lettuce. No! No! Stop! <laughs> what, why? Ranch. Why do people? <laughs> Are you serious? Are you just screwing with me right now? No, put... I. I'll order a bacon cheeseburger with pepper jack cheese, add avocado, and then it comes with pickles, lettuce, and tomato, which I put on it as well. Like it comes like those are like the sides of the burger. But that's always what I order when I want a burger and we go out. I always get a bacon cheeseburger with avocado. It, 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 <laughs> I don't know what you're struggling with. I feel like that's all like of that basic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you put on your burger? That's like three things: just cheese, pickles, ketchup, yeah, lettuce, two yeah. patties, and some onions. You don't eat it with bacon. Mm. I can the bacon is not what's tripping me off. Up. It's the it's, avocado. It's the avocado. That's so nasty. Good. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. A little cotto just kind of, you know, spread on there. Balances with the spice and the crunch of the bacon. It's just like a you know, just like it just ties it all together. That creaminess. <laughs> Fried chicken. <laughs> Well, this is a locational standpoint. Ooh, I got it one for you. Who has the best chicken sandwich? Ooh, that is a good one. And then I have um, another good chicken take. Well, the best fried chicken sandwich I've ever had uh, was uh, 
Well, it's okay. Maybe not the best, but uh, it was at the Post here in Colorado. It's like a fried chicken place called The Post. Okay. And uh, they have a really good fried chicken sandwich. Um, I wanted to try the fried chicken sandwich, like, uh, um, the spicy chicken sandwich in Nashville, but I didn't get the chance to do it, but I want to go back to Nashville to try. Do you like spicy food? I, no, no, actually, do you like hot food? That's, I I don't like, okay. I don't like soup. I'm like a medium spiced woman. I don't like, I don't want my mouth on fire. Don't you carry your behind in Nashville and eat that sandwich? Um, let me tell you something. <laughs> Don't they make non-hot ones? That would be really good though, too. That is fair. But a brother went to Hattie B's and uh almost lost. Here's the thing. I smelled it. I said, What is that? What's on fire? And it was somebody's. Yeah, when breath. you can smell it, yeah, that's when you know. <laughs> when the guy next to you is like breathing, like there's like <laughs> Smoking, he tell, exhailed, you know. Yeah, he he t- asking me how I'm right doing. Right in the I'm face. Like, it's like sweat. Yeah, just just drenched, and I'm looking, and you know, I just nod, you know, like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm like, no, how how are you doing? Because this, this is a problem. <laughs> um, so don't you go to Hattie B's? You know, go yeah, anywhere. No. Want to be in pain when I eat is like my thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't the understand does that for you. Exactly. See, I get it in the marathon. I don't want it in my chicken. I don't want to be in pain all the time. You know, I don't want to go into the darkness when I'm eating a chicken sandwich. I want that to be enjoyable. You got to balance how much you're in the dark. (laughs) You can't do everything at that level. Okay. (laughs) Which darkness. (laughs) I like that. I like that. So I don't want to play this game because the burger thing already threw me off. But I, 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 we kind of agree on the chicken sandwich. I'm with you there. Yeah. So after all that, we still don't agree on anything. No, we haven't really found like the one solid piece of food that's like binding our relationship together, you know? Oh, this is just, I wonder, can we have podcasters friendship therapy? If there's like somebody who (laughs) work through all of our differences in food, (laughs) work through all the differences in food. I feel like we're just going to be crying. We need to find a middle ground. (laughs) But I don't know. Where's the compromise, Domino's? That's not a compromise. (laughs) You don't know. You haven't even had it yet. What if you love it? What if that's the one thing that we agree on, but you just don't know yet because you haven't tried it? Oh. Yeah. I know. Let's move on. Uh, you, <laughs> I, I'm, if it's Domino's, oh, that's going to be bad. Okay, I will say this. If Domino's sponsors either lactic acid, Laura, or anything else, then I will say that's the compromise. Should that be the next company that we reach out to for a rejection? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if I can take anything else. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, Crumble just ghosted me altogether. At least Hidden Valley like sent a response. I got nothing from Crumble. I spent like fifteen minutes filling out that application and nothing. I haven't. That was like a month ago. <laughs> really? And I was so confident. I was like, I'm definitely gonna hear back from nothing. 
But here's the thing. I always go, I always say, listen, I got a home slice across the across the America. Where, oh God, what am I wrong with me? I told you this food just killed me. It's been a long day. Yeah. It's, it's that beach cobbler. It really just tipped you over. Girl, and I have me some vanilla ice cream. No. Oh, ice cream. that sounds so good. I want that right now. Dave Chappelle called it the itis, and I got it with a capital I is. <laughs> and, and so I was like, yo. I need to send you what I send these people, but I hype you and all the other athletes up. And they're like, okay, cool. And everything like that, like, screw you. But you know, there's some potential. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And and crumbles like, yeah, if we, if you don't hear, you know, from us in 48 hours. uh, (laughs) So you're telling, yeah, it's a definite no from them. Then it's been like a month. (laughs) And I was like, Hey, Crumple, it's been 72 hours. Just wanted to follow up with you on, <laughs> on everything. <laughs> hey, Crumple, 96 hours here and everything. <laughs> no, they, wow. So they really hold form to, they really hold like fast to that 48 hour rule. They're like, you, no, don't, you got you your don't, answer, man. You got your answer. <laughs> you don't even, I'm like, it's Laura, these rejections, I'm like Drake in Marvin's room. Uh, I'm just saying you could do better. <laughs> uh, so like I don't know but there is I'll tell you off the air there's a sponsorship that I'm gonna hook you up with because I got it I found like some information you found one okay yeah if not then I I, I may go vegan but <laughs> um, this is a very important question I have to ask you this this now here's the thing this question could the answer to this question could be the middle ground okay is a boneless chicken wing a chicken nugget or a chicken wing? A chicken nugget. My girl. That's yeah. it. We got it. Obviously. Yeah. See, we always find it somewhere along the way, you know? That, there that's, it is. Why that's why we're friends. Like, that's that's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Okay. See, so we're good fine. now. We're all good is, now. All is well. We can set aside our differences because we agree on that. <laughs> yes. This 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 this, this, this was what this country needs. This is all. This is all. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is. Country. This is. This is what everyone's missing. Yeah. And in, in this no, world, if there's no the, bone in it, it's a nugget, a hundred percent. You listen to Apostle Lord three. Listen to her. <laughs> Gosh, that's, that's that's what it is. Um I heard a story that you took a hip hop class, which I did not know. And I guess you thought it was gonna be easy. And you got a B. A natural, a B minus. Um, B minus. I thought you, that I was going to be a natural because I sort of believe this, but not as much after I got humbled in hip hop, uh, that I was a really good dancer. And so I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to pick up all these great hip hop moves. And then I'm going to go out to the clubs because I obviously do that a lot. <laughs> and I'm going to sh- I'm going to just shock everyone and just go out into the floor and like bust out all these hip hop moves and be like super awesome. So I was like, hip hop's gonna be so sick. One of the hardest classes <laughs> that I took at CU. Like, I stand by that. And what's funny is everyone's like, why did you not take that pass fail? Because you can take so many like extracurriculars pass fail. And I was so confident that I was gonna ace it that I was like, why would I take it pass fail? Um, looking back, it would have been a better idea for me to have taken it pass fail because <laughs> that B minus like brought down the GPA escosh that semester. Um, but the final was extremely stressful because my professor brought in a live DJ 
Oh boy. And we had to stand in like, there was 40 of us in the class and we had to stand in this huge circle. And then your final was you had to go out in the middle of the circle three separate times and perform three different routines that incorporated all of the moves that we had learned throughout the semester. So to practice for this, because I had to practice, hit out a racquetball court at our rec center. And I would go in there with like, <laughs> like headphones, like a CD player. And I would practice all of oh. my routines. <laughs> and so I still got to be I'm minus. So <laughs> I wish we knew each other because I could have helped you. I know. I wish we did too. I needed help. I needed a tutor and I did not have one. I was so, on my own. <laughs> do you have, okay, so I've seen you dancing in a few of these videos. <laughs> And I'm proud to say, so the one thing as a former dancer, I did hip hop dancing too. Um, and there was a couple dances that I'm like, yo, okay, we, we need to kind of, can we get the kids version? Like, let's start yeah. with the kids. <laughs> yeah. I need like the spark notes, like help me. Like, can you just like, because not even... one, good rhythm. So I really struggled there. And mm. then two, you had to do like an air pose, but like that's stupid. I, I was never going to be able to do that successfully, you, and I didn't you, do it successfully. <laughs> you final, don't. I got you, too much momentum, and you, I like flipped over. <laughs> you flipped. She flipped. Ooh. Yeah. When... <laughs> like I like went to like go on like you know like do like the handstand thing, and I got I was too nervous, and I like came out Ooh. of my move went to like go up and then like my legs just like went over my head and then I got all rattled and then I like forgot <laughs> the rest of my routine so then I was just like making it up <laughs> it was so bad when I when I flip you flip we flip Oof. yeah uh, girl that's trauma so I was yeah. gonna say you don't have bad rhythm because yeah. first of all I have to say this I actually listened to a few like Barry Mia songs. I don't really remember like the titles, but I was like, okay, like this band. Oh, kinda... that's so awesome. I'm gonna tell my friend that he's gonna be so excited that you were like, okay, it's not bad, right? Like it's, they're it's, pretty it's, good. Because I don't really do punk rock. I, got... I know. I know uh, you're not actually... a huge punk rock guy, but no, so here's the thing. I'm just ashamed to say what songs are on my iPod. Um because I have two that space. Is it? <laughs> oh, <it's... laughs> I don't know. Actually, you judge me all the time, so maybe it's not a safe space. <laughs> well, no, it is. It's so it's 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 song by To Kill the King, um, called Birthday Sex. But it was like a song to all the Christian people who I went to school with. Listen, just 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 get, listen to Chris Tomlin or something like that. We we almost <laughs> um, but it was a it was an R and B song, and they turn it into a punk rock song. And one day before a weightlifting meet, I just needed a little extra kick. Um, you know, you like that nasty coffee with that espresso and ish. That's yeah. what I needed. And that song yeah. was like. It was your espresso. Do yeah. you know that? It's like, yo. It's a perfect so, remix. <laughs> yeah. Like this. So Barry Mia is not at that level. But I was like, okay, Mia, see you. Got it. Yeah. Hey. So, but if you're going to tell the band, don't tell the dude that I thought was like the physician. Yeah. Um, he listened to that 
like because I told him that I we talked about the band. Yeah. So he like listened to that segment and he could not stop laughing when you were like, "Wait, he's like your doctor." <laughs> he's like I, your physician. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Oh my god, her family doctor goes with her, and he <laughs> plays music at night." Just like what the heck? Doctor he's tr- by day, drummer by night. I mean, that'd be Is pretty it- sick. No, I went and I, I that was stupid. I went and told people. They was like, "Oh, because I was I, I got to do the show, then we'll do whatever." It's like how the show go? I was like, "I don't think it went that well." Like, why not? It's like she said, like she had like her sports guy, sports doctor, but I thought he like worked in family medicine or something <laughs> like that. They're like, "What?" Like, what? no, like, it was I, so funny. He couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> um, that was an L that I couldn't bounce back uh... from. But I say that to say you do have some rhythm because. I can't, I can't point out all the moves that you're doing, but it is on. Yeah, I can't either. It's, it's on beat. Yeah. With what is being played? So when I heard that hip hop story, I was kind of shook. I was like, you know, she may not have Michael Jackson rhythm, but you just need Tito Jackson rhythm. <laughs> Fair enough. That's all I want. I just want to, like, I just want a little bit. But then my teacher yelled at me he yelled. like sweet you have no rhythm oh, but boy. to be fair i my air pose like disaster so i was all shaken and so i stopped being able to like i was just making stuff up at that point so it probably did look like i had rhythm but then that always stuck with me and i was like that's the problem like all this time i thought i was like this incredible dancer and it turns out i have no rhythm but no one up until my hip-hop teacher has told me that <laughs> Oh boy! Well, he's a well, he's a square. He's a quack. Listen, I would have went to your hip hop teacher. I would say, "Listen, bro, it's your little red wacky. You could push it or pull it. That's how you." Um, oh man! Yeah, or better, than, you know, as my mom says, every tub got to sit on his own bottom. But <laughs> I, I, what you did was difficult. Listen, what songs were they playing? Because I could tell I you. Don't... I wish I could remember. I feel like I blacked out a lot of that because I was so nervous. That's like the most nervous I've ever been. That was such a, that was such an incredibly challenging final because you had to do it in front of everyone. It's not like you were just like doing it in front of your teacher. You had to do it in front of the entire class three separate times. Um, So I don't even remember what the music was like I couldn't even recall what the DJ was playing but like yeah we had a live DJ who was just like mixing a bunch of stuff and just supposed to go out there and like perform. It was we just were, so incredibly nerve wracking. Don't I, And I want to bring that up just to say you're not alone. I caught an L too. Um, It was so bad that they had to like go from playing like the modern hip hop to uh, we ended up doing the Tootsie Roll. Because that's how far <laughs> back they had to go. Because I think we were playing like Nelly. Nelly! Um, <laughs> yes. And stuff like that. So they're playing, and I have rhythm. Um, and so they're playing like Air Force Ones. And so I don't know what I call myself doing, but it was enough for them to go back generations to get hip hop songs. <laughs> um, there's, But there's some stuff you can't dance to. Like, that's true. Lil John and the East Side Boys is not a song for dancing. When yeah. he's talking about get low, that's not a good example. But there are other songs. I was like, gonna say get low. I definitely can dance too. <laughs> l- listen, three six nine. Okay, okay, can't sing that song on the show. Um, <laughs> to the window. 
to the walk to the walk i love that song yeah oh, i'm definitely skate, gonna have skate, that skate, at my skate, wedding skate. oh my gosh <laughs> i cannot wait you guys like, can you live stream that or can i like somehow I will. can lactic I... acid do like live there or something live stream we'll stream you in um yeah we the first thing that i did was get a dj because that's like the, the most important thing to me is having incredible dancing uh dj drake i'm really pumped um hey. he's gonna crush it uh but yeah i'll live stream you in because it's gonna get good Listen, <laughs> just gonna have like four hours of dancing i'm so excited <laughs> i cannot wait to the moment because all of a sudden like everybody to the dance for this dj drake on the beat one time and then all of a sudden like i just can't wait to see all the old people you know when they go uh let me see you again no you scared, you scared. <laughs> yeah. grandma Drop the booty to the phone. You're scared. You're scared. Drop the, hey, sing a thing. Hey, now stop. That's the thing. <laughs> he advised us that we should do a progression. So you start a little bit more friendly, you know, just kind of like the classics. And then you just slowly as the night goes, you just progress to like Lil John, Usher, you know, oh. some of that stuff. <laughs> Listen, I can't wait for uh yeah. Take Ludacris at the I know all the lyrics to that song. I'm so excited. I love that song. Please, I have to somehow see this wedding because there are I'll parts. Stream you in. There are parts I can't miss at the end when little when Ludacris is like, "Hey, that rewind it back." Usher oh, sure, got the bust to make that booty go. Your booty go. What? <laughs> and then like a uh, freaking. I'm so excited. <laughs> get get low when they're doing um, what did, what did he do? I can't repeat these lyrics, but he said, no, it's... "Get now, get back on the phone, catch your balance, then drop. Now bring it back." <laughs> like somebody's gonna do that, mm-hmm. and when them ace, when that knee pop, uh, <laughs> you know, it's gonna be like pop go to weasel to the weasel go pop. <laughs> oh man! But yeah. no, I felt your pain. Like when I heard that, I said, "Listen, I can't really make fun of her for that because it's somebody who had rhythm, <laughs> and they put on like certain songs, and they were like, what are you doing?'" And I was like, "I don't yeah. know." And you didn't have the choice of like the song; it was just like whatever he was playing. You just had to like go out and do it. So. I couldn't request. Oh. If I could request songs for my final, I think it maybe would have been different for me. Um, but no, it was just kind of like you had to just like freestyle it. If there was like so. a celebrity to like be at your wedding as a guest, who would you want? Like the most Taylor Swift. Outside of Taylor Swift. Well, um well, let me ask you this. What do you make of her new album? Love it. It's not my favorite Taylor Swift album. I still okay. have a ranking system. But it has creeped in to my top five. So, I, are you ready for? Can you share your ranking system? Oh yeah. Um, reputation, red, folklore, midnights. What was the it first? Bump one? Lover for me. Uh, nineteen eighty nine is my favorite T Swift album. Oh, but my. Reputation is a close second. I loved, which is an unpopular opinion. A lot of people didn't like Reputation. I think it's one of her best albums. Um, yeah, love Reputation. And then Red. Or... I cannot think. You see, I don't know the albums, but I know the songs. So okay, hit me with a song. All right, so. I went to, I think the concert I went to is the one, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. 
Oh yeah, that's on red. Okay. I would probably say that's first. Two. Oh no, that may be second. The one the crap where she was singing, I knew you were trouble when you walked in and all that crap. Red. Red. Blank space. 1989. We're never getting back together is red. Red. All right. See, so Red was for... a banger album. Yeah, Red's a banger. It Red's... has stayed in my top five for years. I love Red. Red. And then when she re-recorded it, I almost died. Loved it. I drove around Alex and I when it came out, her re-recorded version. We just drove around Boulder for like two hours and just like listened to it on repeat and it was amazing. <laughs> that one was that was pretty lit. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was pretty right? lit. That was that was I like So that. your girl's going to see Taylor Swift May 14th really? at Lincoln Financial in Philly. I couldn't get tickets in Denver because let's be honest, that whole system was a complete shit show. Uh <laughs> so I didn't get any tickets and I was devastated because I haven't I've never seen her. And if you're gonna see her live, the Arrows tour is the tour to see it. So I was like, I got like fan verified. I was like ready for like the early pre-sale, and then like it all crashed, and I didn't get anything. So then, really? luckily, Alex's good college friend is a season ticket holder at Lincoln Financial, and they live in Baltimore, and uh, or sorry, they live outside of like DC, but close to the Philly area. And so he he got like six tickets because he's like a season ticket holder uh and so he sold us two and so we're going to see her on may 14th and i probably gonna cry uh i don't know it's gonna be a really you're gonna cry oh man (laughs) i'm so excited i love her so much i have been a t-swift fan for like decades and i'm finally gonna get to see my girl live and i man i can't even tell you how excited i am as somebody (laughs) who has been to her concert. Uh, actually, one of my close friends met her backstage. They have a picture. Um, Ugh, you know, I would die. I think I would, like, black out and, like, faint. Uh, but here's the thing. Her. But maybe, can we set something up? So, yes. what, if we, what if we tag T-Swift in this and say, hey, uh, there's a girl named Laura. She's getting married. And so... <laughs> um, Maybe <laughs> you can know, your wedding gift to me be? Can you? Can I come backstage and meet you, please? Meet you for I would, five minutes, just five minutes. Uh, yeah, oh, God, I don't. I, like, I don't even know. I, I wouldn't high, be cool. I I don't think I could talk. <laughs> I, I could just stand there. <laughs> I high fived her mom. What? And yeah, she was. We had these prime seats, and Jesus, so were you like in the front row? So the way it's like organized in Orlando, like the bleachers come all the way down. So we were right above the um, the court. And so, and then, you know, you got all the crazy people in the middle. And so we were against this railing and her mom was walking down, just speaking and giving high fives. And she looked up and smiled and I was like, okay. Um, that is so cool. Oh my God. I'm so jealous. So but she Ugh. puts on a great concert and Ed Sheeran was at this concert too. And I had no idea who Ed Sheeran was. I'm like, yo, there's a dude with orange yeah. hair actually playing the heck out of this tar. He's so it's- talented. He can play like 12 different instruments while singing. It's incredible. I was, I was shook. And yeah. they played like uh, everything must change or whatever the case might be. Oh yeah. Yep. 
Um, and I was like, that you're gonna love Taylor Swift. Like, I'm you're gonna, gonna die. Love... Yeah. So I was talking to Emma <clears throat> Coburn. She just saw her in Vegas, oh. and she was telling me how like Taylor does like five songs from every era, and then she does like eight from Midnight's. Um, and she was saying that like the entire time, the whole three hours, which by the way, three hours, forty four songs, That's and crazy. her like outfit changes or breaks between are like 90 seconds so she's basically just performing straight for three hours like that's incredible like what a legend but emma said it perfectly she said that she also cried the whole time she just kept having like moments where she was just like i was so incredibly grateful for her existence (laughs) i was like yes that is how i'm going to be i'm just gonna be so grateful for her Like Taylor, her I presence just, in this world. <laughs> honestly, I can see you backstage. Hi, what's your name? My name's not important. I just wanted to thank. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah pretty much. Like I'm not I would worthy. Be that person. No, I'm not. You don't need to know my. You won't remember it. It's. I'm just a fan. Um, As a matter I just of fact, want you don't... to know though that I'm grateful for your existence. Like please, just don't ever change. Like listen, like uh, <laughs> like don't even look at my face. Like like, like don't even no. <laughs> Don't even look at my. I can't even look at you because you're. I so can't even look at you. Just be like, um, I don't know. There's this show called Lizzie McGuire, and uh, oh yeah, I remember Lizzie McGuire. Good old he, Disney Channel original. Good old Disney Channel original, and Gordo rock, wrote in her book, "You rock, don't ever change." I mean it, and I feel like that is you with Taylor. <laughs> That's Swift. what I would say to Taylor. <laughs> But literally, like, Taylor, just thank you for, thank you to, like, God for, like, the vocal octanes that he gave you. Like, your hair. the artistic genius that she is. Like, some of her songs and, like, her lyrics and just, like, the art. Like, it's just, it's not just about, like, her vocals. It's, like, her artistry. Uh, And, like, it all comes together. Like, yeah, her her albums, man. Man, they're good. I feel like you with Taylor is with Squidward. When SpongeBob <laughs> was learning about art, and Squidward is teaching him how to do art, <laughs> and Squidward's like, "Repeat after me," and I feel like this is a conversation with you. And t- do you remember the episode I'm talking about? No, no? I don't remember that one. That's so so Squidward is tells SpongeBob, "Repeat after me." So just look at it as Taylor Squidward, and you are SpongeBob, and he goes, "Okay, I have no talent." I have no talent. <laughs> Me, Mrs. Taylor Swift has all the talent. Mrs. Taylor Swift has all the talent. And when I grow up, I hope some of her talent could rub off on me. <laughs> like that just seriously, just like even like like an ounce of it, you know, man, what you could do with that. Just um, to like have her brain and like the way she thinks and see th- sees things and like the way she writes music, but like can incorporate like all of these different emotions within a song like it's a journey like listening to her albums it's pretty like you feel things like like shit I don't even though I could like feel that or like she'll like some like folklore I really identified with folklore for a lot of different reasons just like my own personal journey um and so certain songs like I was like like I would be like tearing like listening to the song like you're just like how are you doing this like how are you connecting to like the human experience like through your music in the way that you are it's like pretty incredible this is a great segue <clears throat> Beautiful set, but praise you. Because Taylor does something in her songs. So you and Taylor could be like six cousins. Because she <laughs> does something in her songs. She does something in general that I think is great. 
you, everybody has to make an educated guess about Taylor because she does not share it on social media. I know. You know, Another she's reason not, I respect her. You know, she's not like, hey, taking selfie with Bay. You know, we just had some cereal together. Or, you know, driving around the town, you know, um, you know, what is it, running yeah. through the six with my people or or whatever. I can't say whoa, because I don't know what Drake meant by that. Um <laughs> that could just mean anything. <laughs> and, and so um so it's like instead of she she has found this balance, it's kind of like this stored up, oh, how do I put it? It's like brisket. So you ever seen the, <laughs> like a prime brisket? The brisket has that fat cap yep. that you can't, but you can't cut the fat cap off, but you can't eat it. So what you do is you cook it and the fat cap moistens the food as you cook it for like 15 hours. Mm -hmm. And so not comparing Taylor saying she's a brisket, but just her style is yeah. like brisket because it seats you know, you you feel it in your food. You feel it in her you do. music. You feel it. Like, you feel her songs yeah. in a way that, like, I don't always, like, that other music doesn't always resonate for no. me in that same, like, way. Which right. is what makes her music so empowering, I think. And why, like, I've always loved her as an artist. And just seeing her evolution um, yeah, of her work was... and, like, over the last, like, two decades. Like, it's incredible that she's like 33 and has been doing it as long as she has and she's making some of the best music she's ever made and just like following the evolution of her career with like within her music is also like remarkable like I don't know how many other artists are like doing that you know like the Beatles but like you know like it's just like it's a select few that I think like can do the, that the Beatles well like I'm just saying like as far as like <clears throat> that type of like over like decades with like okay as many people as they do like the impact that they had oh, over like you. the decades is what i mean like yeah i got you I, I, I can dig that um shout out to paul or whatever i don't know um you know forget that but anyway <laughs> um yeah because really you know she started uh our song is the slam screen door yep tim mcgraw and... teardrops on my guitar all the way to look what you made me do. Look what yeah. you made me do. Oh, love reputation. Also, vigilante shit on midnights is my jam right now. Like I have just been driving around listening to vigilante shit. Um, that's like my song. I was like such a pinger, such a badass song. When I wrote that, I said, like, I know, I know she didn't say that. Like she said that, that's on the title. Like, it's my eyes. I have four eyes, but do they deceive me of what's like she she snapped? Like she snapped, but the one thing that I compare it to you, and that's something I think you have mastered, you have mastered, in my opinion, social media. Like I, I oh, think wow, you have really? Mastered it. <laughs> I yes, feel like I don't know what I'm doing at all. <laughs> but here's the thing: it's controlled chaos. So you and me, we old school. You know these these, these young kids today. You I know, can't keep up. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm not a TikToker. Somebody came on and I said, drop your social media handles and stuff like that. And y'all need to check out that episode. It actually comes out. Okay. So this is coming out on a Thursday. The episode already came out. So y'all better have gone and listened to that episode because okay. she is the coolest girl ever from Ohio. Uh, cool. Juliet, 
I keep screwing up her last name, but she actually um, won the team title by herself uh, for the girls' team title at the championships in Ohio. Oh, wow. That's um, yeah, awesome. Damn. What a badass. <laughs> I know. Um, <clears throat> but she told me her TikTok handle, and I was like, oh my God, I forgot. Like, I forgot about TikTok and stuff like that. There's so many platforms. I can't keep track of them all. People are doing YouTube channels, TikToking, Twitter, Instagram. I think there's like another one that I'm forgetting about. Like there's too many. I can only master one and I, that's Instagram. And I don't even feel like I've mastered that one, but I do what I can. <laughs> but my, my professor, shout out to Jeff Cooner. He was so confused because he was like sixties in the sixties. He is alive. So my bad, but he like came up to the class because he didn't know what Snapchat. I was like, Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. That's the other one. Snapchat. All my high school kids do Snapchat. I don't even. But it's so crazy. You have mastered it because, in my opinion, because like everything is so open and you know, open. Like we're open to everything that we have to do. Not you. You do it in your timing. You know, mm-hmm. because you know, listen. Nobody's gonna tell you what to post. You share what you're comfortable sharing. You don't have Strava. You don't have none of that crap. You stay in your own lane you take control of your social media which is taking control of your well-being which is the comparison to taylor swift because only listen if you want to know about laura when she beats you in a marathon you're gonna see how she's been feeling the past six months with taylor (laughs) swift if you want to know what's going on with her just wait till the new album drops at 12 o'clock so that's why i say laura taylor swift that's what we're doing (laughs) my god i'm just honored that you even like compared me Taylor Swift like I don't even know what to do with that it's like the greatest thing anyone's ever said to me (laughs) I actually feel like you guys have multiple things in common my god stop it you're gonna make me cry remember that line for me right now is very thin I could just break into tears at any moment so just be careful but it could but but wouldn't it be good tears though (laughs) it would be they would be tears of like absolute like joy and happiness um I but don't... they'd still be tears, so I don't know if you're okay. So that type let, of emotion. Me... Okay, <laughs> um, but no, like you guys are from a distance. It seems like she's nice. Obviously, you're nice. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's gonna make you like you are a boss. We just like you guys are ballers because from c- taking control of the Boulder Fires and helping others to coaching these kids to actually making an impact. I had a friend who did her senior thesis in high school on Taylor Swift. Yeah. And it was just about the impact that, you know, she had. And like, you kind of have that same, obviously she has a hundred million followers. Um, and while you don't have that, you know, hundred million followers, you still make a, <laughs> which is just stupid. Um, nope. Probably never will. <laughs> um, I don't see that in my future. <laughs> no, but you still, have made such an impact on the running game because everybody loves you and you're so positive and so nice, but you're so real. You're real. You ain't fake. You know, you, you know, people, y'all look at it, it's the difference between canned chicken and chicken. That's real. Um, you know, that's that nasty. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be canned chicken. No, she ain't canned chicken. She real. She a two-piece and a biscuit. So, <laughs> um, but no, how have you channeled your inner tailor and mastered the art of being comfortable in your own skin, specifically in an age where everything is shared on social media, you're it's like if you're not vulnerable, you're doing it wrong. But still, your impact is felt in so many different ways that benefits so many people day in and day out. Yeah, I think for me, like I still struggle with 
social media um, and everything that kind of comes with that as far as like how much do you share, how much you keep private, like kind of, I think everyone has to kind of find that line and that balance for themselves. Um, but I think for me, when it comes to social media, I think about like what would be impactful to me as a young girl um, or as like just another, or like I think about the people that I follow and things that resonate with me that are impactful to me. So like, um, I just try and emulate that by just being myself. But I think having a little bit of having a certain amount of vulnerability on those platforms and using your platform to find that relatability um, with other people, um, I think is really powerful. And I think that is what is great about having all of these different ways that we can connect with complete strangers who are going through similar things we're going through and being able to share that with each other and talk about that with each other is what I think is so cool about those platforms. But at the same time, like put everything out there. I like keeping parts of my life private. I like keeping parts of my training private. Like I like to be in the moment of my life and not everything needs to be on my Instagram. Not everything needs to be shared with you know, the void out there. Um, so that's kind of how I balance is living my life, um, and being present in the moment. Um, but then using my platform in ways to connect, um, and to share things that I believe all of us are going through, um, in different ways to kind of connect. I don't know. So that's kind of how I've tried to navigate that. Um, and I think that's how I've managed to stay true to myself um, is just kind of finding that balance. Um, but then just thinking about what is impactful to me. And if I were a young girl and I had access to all of this, because I didn't when I was 14, 15 years old, this was, you know, social media wasn't a thing. Um, like what would have been helpful for me to see um, in someone like myself now? So that's kind of how I navigate it. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know. I think it's just different for everyone. And I still feel like I haven't really mastered it. I don't think you really ever master it. I mean, maybe you do if you have a hundred million followers um, <laughs> and crumble and HV are paying you, maybe you've mastered it, <laughs> but I don't know. Like that's obviously not what my page is. So <laughs> why do you have to bring that up? Like, I know. I'm sorry. It's still too soon. It's Remember so how you but... said you're fragile? I'm fragile. I'm one I one <laughs> comment, I'm one rejection away from creating my own. From a complete breakout. breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um who else uh... cries a lot? But um you see, that's crazy because from an outsider's point of view, I look at you and I'm like, from an athlete standpoint, she got it from the standpoint of mentally knowing how to do this thing. She got a close circle and you know, not everything's on social media. You're not sharing mm -hmm. everything, but the things you do share, it's like a T Swizzle song. Like it, it's a, <laughs> it's 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 a journey. Um, hashtag best T Swift song is the one that she had with T Pain. Um, which one was that? Thug story. Oh yeah, I I'm like eight foot four, blonde hair to the floor. You saw this? Never yeah. thought you'd see me. rapping hard. Shit, I need to bring that back. I need to bring that one back in my rotation. I've lost. I've lost that one. Need to bring that back. It's time I revisit that. Listen, uh, the um, 
what was the quote in that song that I love? I'm so gangster, you can find me baking cookies at night. You want clubbing, but I just made caramel delight. I'm like, listen, Taylor <laughs> Swift, what she did was she opened, she, that's, that's that crystal light that you pour into the mm-hmm. water that makes it taste like full-blown lemonade. It's my girl, man. It's my that, girl. Yes. Listen, yep. I don't know if she invited to the cookout, but you know, that's still, she's still the <laughs> homie. Um, <laughs> last question and then rapid fire, which I had to think of some deep ones to ask you for this. Oh one. God. You know, I struggle with a rapid fire. It's like my, I black out. You'll like ask me something and then I just black out and I can't but even give anything. So I made a caveat for it. It's going to be a little bit more interactive because you can ask okay. me questions. You can ask me some questions. Oh, I, okay. Goes both ways. Okay. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. So, <laughs> um, one thing in knowing, you know, just our interactions, whether it's um, <laughs> messaging on Instagram or uh, just obviously you coming on a show that I admire is that you have joy, like a natural, <laughs> but it's natural. It's not like, you know, uh, processed chicken. It's like just <laughs> like Marvin Gaye said it and Tammy Terry, ain't nothing like the real thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, you know, this not that ragu. This is this is not Chef Boyardee. This is like no. Th- this is it. Chef Boyardee. Um, uh, but no, it 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 just seems like it. And the reason I say that because it radiates and it impacts everybody positively around you. Uh, like if somebody has some bad to say about Laura, then I think you need to check your life. <laughs> because there may be something wrong with you and it seems like that's why you take on that inner jabberwocky when you get knocked down you get back up again and nothing ever breaks you down you still got the uh ooh, that was smooth good job that man. was smooth wow well done well played well played, well played. Yeah. um and you're able to have that impact so what brings you joy and how important is it for you to share that, um, especially in this crazy world that we live in? Because it's like, I don't know, it's like you are like the, by the time you give this answer, I'll come up with a great comparison to say <laughs> what it's like. Well, you've already compared me to Taylor Swift, so I don't think you can top that. Um, oh, like, I can me. like die happy now. Uh <laughs> Um, that's a great question. I don't, um, no, I mean, I, I think it really just comes down to like, I feel very grateful and blessed that I get to do what I do for a living and that I'm living a life that I love and I'm able to pursue passions. And, um, like I just, I do things that I love to do. And so I think that in itself helps or like really allows you to like emulate that joy when like you enjoy what you're doing um so I think and then again like I think I talked about this with you last time like my mom I think is an important part of like instilling that in me like she's such an optimist and um she just always she just has this ability to find the silver linings and things even when things are really hard and you're going through like the downs uh of life as we all do, um, is just finding those like little 
joys in each day, even if it's just like a hard day or like you're going through a really hard period. Um, it's just always doing one or two things each day, even if it's just like buying a latte for yourself or like buying a bouquet of flowers, you know, like just like little things, um, I think also help you kind of just hold on to that and kind of help you, as you said, when you get knocked down, get back up again. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's my confluent answer. Like I do what I love. I'm grateful that I get to to do things that I love to do and that I'm passionate about. Um, and then just kind of growing up with someone that like really instilled that um, mindset as far as like, there's always, there's always, li- there's always little things to celebrate. Um, whether that's day to day, month to month, year to year, there's always things to celebrate and like find um, joyful. Um, again, like you said, it's not fake and you're not pretending like life doesn't suck sometimes because it does. <laughs> um, but it's just kind of how you navigate that and just kind of like having that instilled in me, I think has like been really, it's something that I always gravitate back to. Well, don't grab a latte, at least for me, that's not going to make you feel joy. <laughs> um, listen, I have a rule and that rule is if you can't fry it, don't buy it. Um, so <laughs> Fair honest, enough. I actually like that rule. Yeah. So my comparison, I don't know, SpongeBob, that this thing called living like Larry the Lobster, but listen, we're trying to live like Laura, essentially. So, all right. Last segment. All right, rapid fire me. (laughs) Like I said, it's not going to be as bad um, because I don't want you to start crying. Um, I mean, yeah. (laughs) And so, um, and that, that peach cobbler is starting to marinate. Um, yeah, but so, no, my bedtime okay. is approaching. Yeah, starting to hit yes. that wall. I know <laughs> it happens here. real quick. You <laughs> know, uh, we go from a hundred to zero real quick. So we do. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah, hit me. All right. So before I asked you a fun fact or three things that people do not know about you, but what is a hidden talent that you have that people might not know? And then you can, I'll answer the question too. Um, I don't know. I feel like I don't have any other talents. <laughs> Would you like me to answer the oh, question first? To give you, okay, I, uh, um, I feel like it's a gift. The minute my head hits the pillow, I'm out. I'm jealous out cold i don't need wind down time i don't need like i don't sit i don't lay there for 20 minutes and i i once i hit the pillow i am done like i'm out i'm snoring within minutes uh so i guess my ability like my sleeping ability uh is you know it's unmatched it's unrivaled <laughs> you literally unfiltered hashtag straight no chaser um, exactly i've had multiple people tell me that over the years they're just like how do you do that and i'm like it's a gift all thriller no filler that's how we roll up in here all righty um my hidden talent this is kind of bad uh i can take any song and make it about fried chicken and I used to. Have, I like, believe you, and that's amazing. That's way I, cooler than mine. <laughs> I used to have, like, in high school, I used to, I had a whole book of songs um, that I had, like, I think, uh, like, like for example, Get Low, like to the window, to the kitchen. 
to the kitchen, put some hot sauce on my chicken. You know, that was one. <laughs> I have a friend. Uh, she's a big cat lover. Rosie Edwards, if you listen to this, you're welcome. Um, she's my most favorite, favorite, favorite people of all time. She's actually my maid of honor. Um, but she has an ability to do that with cats. So she can like, for instance, like she'll do like, uh, like boots with the fur. She can turn that into like a whole lyrics of like about cats. And it's amazing. <laughs> and I want her to come on the show and do it for you because I can't do it justice, but she can do the same thing. She takes rap songs and turns them into like, uses like the beat and but like raps about cats instead like it's so great cats <laughs> with the fur yeah the all whole the cat was starting to purr, to purr. they scratched <laughs> like the they thing you know <laughs> she did that with an mgk song too drug dealer girl she turned into um a cat thing so fucking gifts talents oh, you guys God. you guys outdo me i would love to see you guys go at it together that would be amazing you should we have her on the show She's an amazing uh, marathoner for the UK. Let's do it. So, Let's do it. I'm yeah, down with it. She's this. a badass. Yeah. We can have like, uh, what is that? What's that rap battle they have? I forgot what it's called. But, oh, um, yeah. You should do that. Yeah. Um, it'll be like the low key, the rap version of Wild and Out. So she'll do uh, uh, that. Show. And you'll do chicken and you guys will just, that would be the most amazing thing ever. We, you have to do that. Rosie like, Edwards, I'm giving you, I'm giving you her contact info. You're doing it. <laughs> I will. So like, what's the song that I was just rapping it before I came on the show. You heard T.I.'s whatever you, whatever you like. Yeah. So like I did. Yeah. I, yeah. What is it? Yeah. I want your chicken. Need your chicken. Long as you got me, we gonna eat more chicken. You want it. I buy it. Go get it. I fry it. Tell them I almost prefer that version. I want your version. <laughs> Chicken on the left, rice on the right, and we can fry chicken all night, and you can have as many pieces as you like. So yeah, that's <laughs> so Rosie, Rosie, we got to come on. Rosie, yep, we got Setting to come it up. on. The rap right. battle. If you could eat one dessert forever, I know you're a pastry girl. What we rolling with? Mm. Oh, that's so hard because there's too many things. I'm torn between like a hot slice of some type. Or... Well, time by time. How did we get to hot slice? And I want you to answer that. But that's one thing. So because when I think a hot slice, I don't think cop. No, I know you probably think like pizza because that's what Alex thought. But um, okay. no, like a hot slice, like cobbler, like pie. It's like hot and gooey and warm. Like I want a hot slice, you know, like to just okay. like that comfort. Um, so I either go that route or uh, uh, I'm a big cake girl. Like I love carrot cake, chocolate cake, uh, funfetti cake, mm. just red velvet cake. Mm. Uh, yeah, I love me some cakes. I don't know. That's tough. Hot slice or cake. I don't know if I can choose right now. Ice cream and cake and cake. It's, it, and that was actually, well, <laughs> no, I'll ask you this. Okay. So I like that answer. Um, so. My birthday is coming up on Friday. <gasps> I need oh to know. God. Yes. Um, I need to know if the roles were reversed, what would be a food or what would be something fun to do on a birthday? Like food wise? Food and then just some activity. Uh, you should definitely do laser tag um, as oh. your activity. 
big laser tag fan. Um, went way too hard though and like hurt my knee, but that's a different thing. Listen. Um, and then, gosh, you made homemade peach cobbler already. Like, I don't know how you taught that. Like, I've made peach cobbler. If I could do I've that made... for you, I would do it for you. But like, it sounds like you were you've mastered all of the baked goods that you could make yourself. My okay, my mom did most of the work. By most of the work, I just opened the cans. So, uh, <laughs> it's a loose term. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she. So okay. I made. So the I truth made, comes out. Okay. <laughs> uh, what did what did J, uh, Jason Derulo said? So when the roof caved in, the truth came. Yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> came out. Look at you. You can do that with anything. Your abilities. Your you and your songs. <laughs> um. So yeah, but we. But she's made. I'm so weak again. The one thing I can make, I can make a dope sweet potato pie. But I like that laser tag. Oh, idea. yum! All yeah, right. go play laser tag. It's so fun. Okay, Taylor Swift theme song to describe your life. Uh, well, right now it would be vigilante shit. Okay, what? So you already answered that. So let me ask you this then: bonus question or follow-up question? If you and her could spend a day together, what would be? Oh my one? god. What would? Oh, okay. It's like blacked out thinking about that. Uh. Okay, <laughs> I, I, but I just saw some emotion, and and I just can't do that. Um, what I didn't even I couldn't even get the question out. I just want to know what would be something that you would want to do uh, with her. Anything. Great answer. Um, okay. <laughs> if you had to be the guest on either Family Feud jeopardy or will fortune which one would you choose jeopardy okay if you had to have a okay what would be your spirit animal that's not a whale <laughs> um i don't know what my spirit animal will be i googled this one because um in 2016, Saucony asked us this question because they wanted to make like, uh, like posters of us before the trials of like what our spirit animal was, and I didn't know, so I took a quiz online. Guess what my spirit animal was based off the quiz? <laughs> okay, do you promise not to be offended? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to know what you think it is. That's why I asked. So no, I, I, have, I have two. I have two answers. It's gonna. It's not gonna be what you think because it surprised me, and I was like, I don't think I did it right. <laughs> Is either a sloth <laughs> or because that's not a badass animal. They wanted like a badass thing. Oh, maybe uh, a, uh, maybe a jaguar. That's better, but no. Okay, then what was it? I'm a grizzly bear. No, it wasn't. Yeah, that's what it came back with. So I was like, I must have not answered something like honestly or correctly, but I sent them that, and so that was my poster. It was like a bear. <laughs> I feel like a grizzly. I cannot wait. Lord Saucony, Saucony. Please let the lower three, if you put her next to a bear here in Orlando, like let's go get a fake bear and you just start flexing with a bear. Bear go like this and everything like that. Yeah. <laughs> Rock on. Oh my God. Hey, sloth, also, that's probably more accurate given like my, my hidden talent I just told you. So yeah, probably a also, sloth, not a bear, but... From the from the um, old show, here's the new handshake. You go one, two, three, and then you go like this. I go like this. That's awesome. I love it. 
So that's what we're gonna do. One, two, three, one, two, and three. then bam, bam. Oh, we do this. Yeah. No notes. Yeah. Okay. That's the handshake. Cool. Three more questions. Okay. okay. Food meal that you just want to throw in the trash. Um. Oh, I'm scared. Tofu. My girl, it don't taste like nothing. It doesn't, and I don't like the texture. Yeah. Last two questions. They're going to be important questions. So I believe I asked you, why does kindness matter to you um, before? Yeah. So how has running been kind to you? Um, <clears throat> running's been kind to me um, through... The opportunity through all the people that I have met and through the experiences that I've had all because of running. Last question. You're going to win Boston and they're going to ask you, did you have fun? So what is it about this training cycle? So pretty much what I'm asking you, I am the interviewer. Laura, you won. <laughs> did you have fun and how did you have fun doing it? regardless of yes. the result yes yes fun. I had fun and how did you and make I sure had you had fun, fun doing it because I had fun in my block because I just enjoyed the process and in doing so I reconnected with myself um, and who and who I am and remembered what running has taught me and what it has given me and using that to my advantage and my strengths. So, yep. So, I just want everybody to know, Laura gonna beat you. Um, <laughs> What'd you say? I'm gonna hit Valium. <laughs> Listen, when Laura crossed that finish line, three pulls off the upset. Oh, look at those opponents. They are just in the hidden valley. Oh, somebody get me a bottle of ranch. <laughs> so funny. Um, that's <laughs> what's gonna happen. I'll be thinking out. about that at mile 21, so. Didn't I tell you this show? I had to put one thought in there. You put that, that thought in there. That's what I'm going to hold on to. So, Listen, this has been the latest edition of As the World Turns with Dom and Laura. Um, <laughs> or, or better yet, I did find this video. It was an hour. It was 10 hours long. But it's of Kevin saying, you, 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 yeah. you. Oh, my God. Maddie, my friend Maddie and I love that. You, 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 you. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's I found the I found the video and then there's a video so it's ten hours long. Oh it's, and it's just that. And it's yeah, it's they they're singing and then it's like you, 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 you. and then they you, like, think he's gonna do it. You I don't know. <laughs> and then you just see like Jim and Jim's face is just like it's like yeah. you, you, and then they slow down, you, you, you. You, oh, no, no. so yes, that's that's another episode. Oh, Laura, so funny. Laura, you can find her on Instagram. Type in Laura Thweet. There's nobody like her. That way, you don't have to worry about following <laughs> a fake account. And listen, Laura fam, thank you for staying up and talking with the brother despite the great food we ate on Easter. It is always <laughs> a pleasure. And listen. Be sure to check out Laura in the Boston Marathon winning. When she hold that bowl of clam chowder at Hidden Valley Ranch, you know it's a W <laughs> because we do not catch L's. And we will catch you next time.
Thank you.